Welcome to the Kids Business Podcast. This podcast isn't about how to work less. Instead, it's about how to build a business in a simple and consistent way by focusing on one important thing at a time so you enjoy working on your business. Hi, it's Katrina, and you are listening to The Kiss, Keep It Simple Business Podcast. Elon Musk. Every time I think about the subject of time management, I Picture how many hours of work this guy puts in, week after week. Musk once said, if other people are putting in 40 hours a week and you are putting in 100, you will achieve in four months what it takes them to achieve in a year. So who is Musk? He is the founder, CEO and chief engineer of SpaceX. He is an angel investor. He is a CEO and product architect of Tesla. He's also founder of the Boring Company. He is co-founder of Neuralink and OpenAI, and he is a president of the Musk Foundation and the owner of uh, and CEO of Twitter as of recently. It is a fact that neither I nor the majority of people I know know how he finds time to even sleep or in fact devote to his family. It's very strange that he's admitted he hasn't had a chance, I assume also the interest, to read a book about the time management. But I bet he could write a bestseller book on the subject himself. But if you put yourself in his shoes, just think about the, all, all, all the distractions he has every single moment uh, during the day. It's not surprising that few people can confidently claim to be able to manage their time appropriately, much less effectively. According to a pair of articles by Business Insider and Mashable, here is what his schedule looks like. For example, on Monday, he is at SpaceX in Los Angeles. On Tuesday and Wednesday, he is at Tesla in Palo Alto. Thursday and half of the Friday, he's back at SpaceX. And remaining half of Friday, he's at Tesla Design Studio, which is adjacent to SpaceX. He spends time at the weekend with his family. So that, that that's his schedule. On another hand, he swears to sleep for six to six and a half hours every day. He sometimes doesn't take calls. He avoids getting bogged down with emails. And he also divides his day into five-minute chunks. This is a very interesting point. In the greater scheme of things, five minutes is not much. However, it appears to be a significant productivity booster for Elon Musk. It's some kind of a tool that gives him a variety of ways to manage his busy schedule. And Elon Musk is unquestionably a living example of commitment, dedication, creativity, and inspiration. Some people on the internet think that he is not even human, maybe perhaps an extraterrestrial from another planet, but I guess time will show. But on a serious note, 
how can we match Elon Musk's level of creativity and productivity? Famous English theoretical physicist, cosmologist, and author Stephen Hawking once said, I regard the brain as a computer which will stop working when its components fail. Well, sometimes we kind of imagine ourselves to be like computers or like machines, but we cannot work like machines. Unlike machines, we are actually psychically moving organisms. Hence, the time management is a myth. Trying to find better ways to accomplish more will drive you crazy. Because again, you will always have more to do than time to do it. So the 2080 rule is most likely something you've heard of. Everyone keeps telling you to work smarter, not harder. But a lot of people just unsure what it really means. Well, one way to read this is that a lot of people just use time management and then they just get one out and quit uh, due to stress of running a business. You experience a great deal of stress as a result of running a business. Anxiety is more likely to increase as a result of you running a business. Time management will not make you feel less stressed. Time is a limited resource, which is why working more hours is not a good idea. Different rules, however, apply to energy. In our work, we want to be more innovative, we want to be more successful. The question is, how do we do that? How do we access this zone without having to wait for inspiration to strike? I'm talking about the space where our creative flow happens. According to Mikai, Chiksen Mikai, who was a Hungarian-American psychologist, Creative flow is associated with subjective well-being. It's associated with satisfaction with life and general happiness. At work, it's linked to productivity, motivation, and company loyalty. He came up with the concept of flow, and it's a highly focused mental state conducive to productivity. It's a trance-like state altered state of total absorption and effortless concentration. In other words, it's a period of hyper-focus or being in the zone. And we can experience this flow whenever we are fully engaged with our work or fully engaged with our hobbies or relationships. So you must first create the ideal condition for entering your flow state. But how do you do this? The answer is really simple. You need to understand ultradian cycles. Nathaniel Kleitman, a sleep expert, found that the body goes through 90 to 120 minute cycles, and these cycles correspond to the various phases of sleep at night. For example, we go through different stages such as alertness, light sleep, REM, arousal, deep sleep, and so on. 
Additionally, Kleidman discovered that throughout the day, these cycles correspond to various states of energy and alertness. He referred to these cycles as the basic rest activity cycles. So what are these cycles? Think about heart rate, hormone levels, muscle tensions, brave wave activity, and other factors are just a few psychological indicators of these cycles or rhythms. So these indicators help us to um, understand how energy flows throughout the day. And as a result, between 90 and 120 minutes, our body starts to ache for some downtime to rest and recover. So if you think about your activity, you have the arousal of the activity, then you have top performance, then stress during this 90 minutes interval, and then you have the ultradian healing response for about 20 minutes. So the subsequent phases of the cycle are arousal, maximum output, stress and decline. Okay, and then the ultradian healing response. Numerous investigations have been made to learn more about the cycles and in the frequently referenced study of violinists, it was discovered that the practices of top performance were all the same. So they worked out for three sessions in a row, beginning in the morning, and each session lasted no more than 90 minutes. Think of this as a pattern because they took breaks in between each session. So they would concentrate on the activity, then they would take a break. Focus again, then rest again. So what does this all mean for you? What if you're a busy parent who wants to, say, launch a company or engaged in a side hustle in the evenings? Well, knowing about these ultradian cycles can certainly raise issues with the eight-hour workday. We are not really productive during all of these eight hours. When you understand the theory of energy, you can cooperate with your body to accomplish much more. We have 90 to 120 minutes of significant energy followed by a period of fatigue. However, in order to accomplish much at all during the low point of the cycle, you kind of have to go against your body's natural rhythm. And this is a losing battle. Think about your day. You need to start considering your day as a series of cycles and take advantage of these cycles to be as productive as possible. So the routine itself is fairly simple to carry out. All you have to do is spend 60 to 90 minutes on your most crucial task. Check in with your, with your body to see how you're feeling when you say start losing focus and feel a bit tired. So it's a good sign that you are getting closer to this low point in your ultradian cycle. But all you need to do is to have a break. A 30 minutes break is sufficient. Use this ultradian cycles as your roadmap for doing your best work. If you require a coffee break, don't feel bad about it. Once more, you, your time is not wasted, is not being wasted. Taking a break during the day is important for a productive day. Give yourself some time to rest. 
energy management has four components, which are physical energy, emotional energy, mental energy, and spiritual energy. So let's look at the first one, the physical energy of the body. So again, these are our ultradian cycles or rhythms or 90 to 120 minute cycles during which a body slowly moves from a high energy state into a psychological throw. To get the most out of the physical energy, take intermittent breaks for renewal. If getting outside and taking in some greenery around you helps you feel refreshed, do it. If a quick five-minute workout helps, then do that instead. So this is, in fact, very, very strategic. The second component is the emotional component, right? The quality of energy. Be in charge of your emotions by learning to change the narrative you tell yourself in your head about the events in your life. You can learn to cultivate some positive energy. Do you engage in any behaviors that make you feel drained? Maybe you checking social media sites, certain social media sites, or even watching some television programs make you feel like you are drained of energy? Well, stop doing this. Think about how you can change your habits. But again, you need to pay attention. What are these energy-draining behaviors and, and stop doing it? So the third component is the mind, okay? So focus on your energy. Are you a fan of multitasking? If so, then rethink. Because as much as 25% more time is needed to complete the primary task when you are switching temporarily between the different tasks. It's a well-known phenomenon known as switching time. Plenty of neuroscience research done on this topic, so you can check this all out. So to get into your zone, think back to a time when you were most effective or most productive. When was that time of the day? What were the circumstances? Some people might experience a creative mood late in the evening. Some people might experience it first thing in the morning. But it's crucial to tap into that state because you can accomplish so much more when you're in that creative flow state. Of course, stay away from interactions. Uh, activate airplane mode on your phone or move, it to, move, move your phone to a different room. Close your emails or go to a different room to do some activity. Stop using social media or even disable messaging services to avoid receiving pings. Because again, th these are all distractions. If it helps, listen to some focus-enhancing music. Practice mindfulness. Again, almost any activity can be done mindfully. No yoga or meditation are necessary. The fourth final element is the spirit, spiritual energy. Of course, here there's no one-size-fits-all. Find out what spirituality means for you, whether it's meditation, whether it's a prayer or else. If you are introverted, maybe you want to spend some time alone to re-energize by being in a quiet space with, with your own thoughts. If you are extroverted, maybe being around other people can help you recharge. 
So first you need to do is to understand yourself, who you are, no matter what you do. Don't try to push through these cycles. Even if you still feel energized, this will fade away. So you will feel much more stressed and tired if you carry on to push through the cycle. So take frequent breaks, refresh your mind and soul, and then carry on. So let's recap what we've covered today. One, don't manage your time. Manage your energy instead. One reason for that is that time is finite resource. Energy is infinite. And if we take the right actions, we can actually create more energy. The second point is that with the right actions, we can create more energy and then we can work less and to be more focused, more effective, more productive. You need to understand the four components of energy management, which are physical energy, emotional energy, mental energy, and spiritual energy. So understand these four components and then make them work for you. And the final point is that tap into your state of flow and get into your creative zone to make the most out of your time. So this concludes this podcast. I'm Katrina and you've been listening to The Kiss. Keep it simple. Business Podcast. Thank you.